Hello, my friends. Welcome back to This Week on the Internet. Uh, over the course of the last seven days, Mr. Beast, he's in trouble again. Theo Baker commits GBH. And KSI says he doesn't mind if he loses his last win. Okay, so my friends, we'll start it off this week with a bit of a reoccurring story at the minute. Uh, so, Jimbo, Jimbo Donaldson, Mr. Beast, uploaded uh, this video this week where he helped 1,000 deaf people um, hear again or hear for the first time. And he also uh, had this article come out about him, like, buying houses uh, in North Carolina for his relocating staff to live in. Well, uh, my friends, guess which one of these uh, people on Twitter had a problem with this week? Both of them! So the video, uh, it introduces us to like a bunch of people who've been helped to hear again after getting their hands on $3 million worth of uh, cutting edge technology. It's a pretty emotional video. Uh, you can see that it's like making, genuinely making a big difference to these people's lives. Uh, even Mr. Beast sheds a tear at one point. I mean, as would I, if a six minute video cost us 3 million quid. But on top of that, we wanted to give them a little surprise. This is $10,000. It's yours. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> You're giving us 10 grand. Are you sure these are working properly? I went out and I bought a brand new jet ski for you guys. Thank you so, so much. Hang on, is he just giving a pair of eight year olds a jet ski? Well, I mean, at least uh, somebody will be getting their inheritance early. Now, I don't want to sound like a bootlicker here, um, but I think if you sit down and you watch this video and you come away with a problem with it, I think you're probably the issue. Some people were frustrated by the stunt, uh, including a number of the deaf community. One deaf man said, uh, people don't realize how exhausting wearing hearing aids can be. People also misunderstand the reality of using them because they don't cure deafness. Right, look fella, just cause you didn't get a jet ski. Don't, no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, to be fair, they're not gonna be able to hear this. Um, anyway, there was also the article about him buying an entire neighborhood uh, for his staff, to which somebody on Twitter uh, replied, What a nice man! Surely a CEO buying homes and creating neighborhoods for their employees' families to live in has no historical relevance or background at all. Implying that Mr. Beast is making a company town, which is basically uh, something I think that used to happen in like the 1800s, the 1900s, where a company in an area would own like all of the houses in that area, but also be the main employer around there. And because of this, like housing costs could get that expensive and like groceries too. And then the people working for the company would have like, would acquire large debts that they'd have to pay off before they could stop working. Obviously bad, um, but these were stereotypically in like very remote locations, like where they were building like railroads or something where they kind of just needed to pop up a town. Jimmy, he's just bought a few houses in the arse end of Greenville, I think it is, uh, in North Carolina. Like they're not gonna be forced to eat Beast Burger and Feastables or, or whatever, and like pour over his retention charts until they're 80. Bit of an overreaction, if you ask me. Moving on. All right, now this topic actually happened last week, uh, but it occurred too late to include in last week's episode. Uh, Th Theo has been snapping arms, hasn't he? If you are familiar with what happens here and you're squeamish, uh, don't worry, we're not going to show it. Uh, if you are watching it on YouTube, uh, if you're watching on Spotify, a snap! Oh, oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! Oh, fuck! Fuck! 
But anyway, uh, last week I went on pitch side to watch Newcastle Arsenal, and we didn't even make it to kickoff. <laughs> you are such a dickhead. <laughs> because uh, somebody donated twenty dollars and said, "Will Chris, uh, which one of you is best in an arm wrestle?" I said, "I said um, I'm not doing it for twenty dollars. Uh, act serious and donate twenty quid, and then we'll talk." You are such an attention-seeking little knobhead. Tom and Theo then stepped in, uh, and it was like a dead tie for like ages. Like they were dead equally matched, and it kind of just held there. Uh, you know, like when Voldemort and Harry and they're shooting their green and red um, spells at each other, and it like it's in the middle. It was like that uh, until it wasn't, uh, and Tom's arm snapped it off. Lovely. Again uh, on YouTube, I won't show it, uh, but here is producer Lewis's reaction. Oh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Tom said recently uh, that he thought Pitchside was his big break. It was. Terrible. Can you stop eating plastic off the fucking floor? No. Nah, but seriously, he broke his humerus. Uh, and I think he's due surgery, surgery this week or next week. Um, get well soon, fella. Moving on. An Australian YouTuber is under fire after spraying gamers with deodorants at a local event called Dreamhack in Melbourne. A few of the attendees wanted to complain about his stunt, uh, but changed them <laughs> but changed their mind when they realized that would mean talking to another human being. C can I help you? Moving on. Also this week, a willy-shaped iceberg has been spotted off the coast of Canada and nicknamed Dickieberg by locals. Photographer Ken Pretty here sent out a drawl to capture it in its full form, and it's pretty massive. Would have been pretty hard for the Titanic to miss that one. Hard, like a big hard cock. I mean, you know what they say about icebergs. That's just the tip. I mean, we'll joke, but if, uh, if that's the size in cold water, uh, imagine on a warm day. No? Okay. Ken said, looking from land, it wasn't quite clear. But once I got the drone out there, it was unreal how much it looked like, well, you know. He then added, uh, I've got a few different favorite icebergs, but this definitely provides them uh, with some stiff competition. Now, uh, now this bit sounds like a joke, but it's not actually. Uh, the, the iceberg itself was found floating off the coast of a town called Dildo. Its name, genuinely Dildo. I don't, I, don't, I don't know why they've called it that, or if the incredible coincidence here is a hoax, um, but that's what the article says. Apparently, uh, the Coast Guards are worried it's gonna come too close to shore. Moving on. A hotel guest is planning to sue a hotel chain after he says he woke up in the middle of the night to find a staff member sucking his toes. Peter Brennan was staying overnight at the downtown Hilton Nashville Hotel on March 30th for a work conference. Sick of him. Just sick of him. However, uh, his night's sleep was allegedly interrupted at around 5 a.m. when hotel employee David Neal led himself into Mr. Brennan's room. Now, uh, looking at David here, I think Mr. Brennan was quite lucky that he was just sucking his toes and not chewing them off and eating them. We've got his uh, TripAdvisor review right here. It says, I would have given the hotel four stars, but I woke up to a member of staff sucking my toes. So we'll go with five instead. According to uh, Nashville Metropolitan Police, he's like cloned his keycard to get in. Uh, and when Mr. Brennan woke up, he literally had the bloke's toes in his mouth. He said, uh, I instantly jumped up and was screaming. 
went into sort of fat finding mode. Who are you? Why are you in my room? In an attempt to apologize to Peter, uh, Hilton have agreed to foot the bill for his stay. Also this week, a Tennessee TikToker went viral after telling viewers she's matched with her previous landlord on Hinge. No hate speech. And uh, she's agreed to go on a date with him, uh, but only if he pays using a security deposit that he's yet to give back. He's just weed. Basil! So here's what I said. I actually thought this was like kind of cute and clever. I'm like, just take it out of the $1,400 you didn't pay me back. The deposit was like half a month's rent. If the date goes well, uh, the security money might not be the only deposit she takes from him. That, that's awful. Is anyone else getting deja vu here? Like a young single woman getting involved with her landlord? I think I've seen that video before. Also this week, a PhD student in medieval history named History Han has been left with $12,000 in library fines after checking out a bunch of books like in the years leading up to her dissertation and hoarding them at home. Hannah shared a screenshot of the message in the beginning of the video before she showed off the piles upon piles of books that have built up around her home. The email says, uh, as it stands, your library account has $11,900 owed for 119 lost books. 12 grand book fine. That's grim reading. No, to be fair though, uh, it's probably still better value uh, than the 50 she spent on a degree in medieval history. Moving on! Also this week, uh, hundreds of pounds of cooked pasta were found in New Jersey, dumped by a river basin. Has anybody else seen or had the bloke on their, their TikTok? The bloke on their TikTok, he like cooks fresh pasta himself and like every time he does it, he doubles the amount of eggs he uses. Um, he's gotta be top suspect. Uh, I've gotta say I do feel bad for the pasta though. Uh, it must be feeling uh, cannelloni. Cannelloni? Cannelloni? Moving on. A woman in Australia has survived on wine and lollipops after going missing for five days this week. Uh, apparently she was like in a car, she took a wrong turn, and then her car got stuck in the mud. Uh, and temperatures while she was stuck got as low as seven degrees Celsius. Poor her. That's fucking t-shirt weather where I'm from. Moving on, uh, also this week, billionaire tech investor Peter Thiel, Peter Thiel, Peter Thiel, uh, has revealed he plans to be cryogenically frozen after his death, but doesn't feel too confident about the process. Peter, who is worth a staggering $8.13 billion, according to Bloomberg, has shared his stance on death. He said, uh, you can accept it, you can deny it, or you can fight it. I think our society is dominated by people who are in a denial or acceptance, and I prefer to fight it. Good luck with that fella. He sounds like a massive dick, uh, so presumably he's already been frozen and he's floating off the side of Canada. Moving on, also this week, uh, Gideon tweeted that he was doing the world's first hair transplant stream. Uh, it wasn't a real hair transplant. It turned out to be just kind of one of them spray-on ones. But to be fair to him, uh, he's turned an empty forehead into a decent trim. <sighs> da, 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 da. One second. <clears throat> Moving on. Uh, all right, my friends. Uh, the next topic we've got here uh, is Nate Shot explains why 100 Thieves is ending its content house. Uh, but either Ola or our researcher has written, I have never heard of these people, so not sure whether or not they're a big deal. 
Uh, feel free to skip this topic if you are tight for time. How obvious is it that I'm reading off my phone? Uh, our printer fucking broke this week. Uh, anyway, it says here, the founder explained that uh, the content creators in 100 Thieves are starting to reach that age where they're like settling down, starting families with their wives, and need privacy for a variety of reasons. As opposed to the more youth-based uh, community space of a traditional content house. Fucking people who play League of Legends, getting wives and starting families. Bollocks. Also, uh, kind of last week, but recently, uh, Mr. FaZe Rain has come out and said he will leave FaZe if they don't get rid of Seabass. Our thoughts go out to the chef. Before we get into the video, I want to say one thing. This morning, I technically left FaZe. Not really, but I'm leaving FaZe if Seabass is still in the company. I don't care. It's just he's doing too much, and this is what I got to say. Sounds like a bit of an overreaction to me. All right, then, it was KSI versus Joe Fournier this weekend, in which KSI won via knockout via elbow. Joe came out afterwards and said that uh, JJ cheated, that the elbow was intentional, and that he's going to appeal the decision. They cheated, clear in black and white. You've all seen the replays. It's gone viral. It's all over the world. He hit me with a clean elbow. Like, he, he should be disqualified. That should go down as a loss. And it's a massive shame, right? Like, it should be a no contest. It, it wasn't intentional. It definitely wasn't legal. But I think the real problem here is Nobody wants to see a rematch. And it's not like they could turn one around quickly because Joe can't take another fight because he got knocked out for another 90 dates. But yes, uh, Fournier opened the second round with a couple of nice shots, but he was probably going to get wellied. Uh, just looked a bit frail in there. Just give with KSI Tommy Fury. I've already ticked off yeah. one name in Jake Paul. Okay. He's done. He's finished. Uh -huh. And you will be ticked off. I'm feeling some slight sexual tension here. I want it. I'm hungry. I need it. I need it. I need it. There was also this part of the post-fight press conference where Calais Kale Sauerland shut down a reporter asking about the elbow. There's, there's one angle, I'll give, it, I'll give it to you totally right. One angle looks like a straight elbow, absolutely. But there's also the key angle, if you look at behind the head. So look at the angle from behind the head. Oh yeah, the angle where you can't see the elbow. That's the important one, I. That's the one we'll roll with. JJ came out afterwards and said he was disappointed with the way it finished too. I think probably by the time you see this video, it'll have been appealed, maybe even overturned. And it is a shame, right? But I reckon pretty much everyone but Joe Fournier will agree. Like, let it be a no contest and move on. If it's a no contest, fine. You know, I'd be pissed if it's a disqualification because I didn't intentionally try to hit him with my forearm. Anyway, my friends, that's the end of this episode. I hope you have enjoyed. If you have, please leave a like, subscribe, follow us on Spotify. We'll see you again next Monday.